Hey, Cutie Nation. So this is a bit of a different episode. We are giving you just a taste of what it's like to be in our Patreon, the kind of content uh, you would be enjoying as one of our beautiful patrons in Cutie Nation. Yeah, as everyone knows, there is no basketball happening right now. And um, we don't let that stop us from creating just banger after banger. So (laughs) here we are. Today, we're going to be talking about a reality show uh, called Selling Sunset, which I'm a big fan. And Gabe and Anastasia have never watched it before. Um, Mm -hmm. So we watched it all together and we're going to chat about it and... Um, but we you know. want, we talk about other stuff in other Patreon episodes. We'll talk about food. It's not always basketball related. Uh, sometimes it is. Sometimes it isn't. Yeah, we recently uh, all played NBA 2K together in one of our recent ones. We played some games. Yeah, it's good times. We um, we've been playing uh, Among Us with our friends in the Discord. So. You know, you guys are all invited to join if you want. Um, we've got some fun stuff. It's a stuff. fun time. It's a fun time. That is a real killer at, a, at Among Us. <laughs> I am really good at killing, so fair warning. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, maybe uh, maybe you want to come join. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, come check it out at patreon.com slash dunkdown. And yeah, here's a little taste for you. Welcome to Dunktown Postgame. I'm Anastasia. And I'm Agata. And like always, we are joined by our illustrious <laughs> producer, Gabe. Hi. Wow. Thanks for having me. What an adjective. <laughs> yeah. I'll give I'm you a new sure. adjective every every time. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> if you guys want to submit some adjectives, you can go, you can email us at hi at dunk.town and we'll... <laughs> We'll share them on the show, uh, but you have to be <laughs> Make nice. Make them nice. Yeah, yeah, you have to be nice. This is not mm-hmm. like uh, Doughboys where they roast each other. <laughs> we're much, no. yeah, we're much more positive on this. Yeah, the only way the only way I would roast you guys is if you were cold and you needed warming up. I'd put you by oh, a fire, like a marshmallow. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's <That's> cute. <laughs> I'd wrap you up in a little blanket. <laughs> Put me right between some graham crackers. Chop yep. down. Um, oh, that sounds so good right now. Oh, yeah, it does. It just barely started getting cold here in LA. And by cold, I mean it's like 70. It's, seven, it's literally 70 right now. It's not cold. But last night, it, dro- it dipped. It dipped. It dipped. And it made me think for the first time in a long time about... You know, just like cold weather stuff, which I love, you know, just like yeah, cozying um, up with a blanket, drinking hot tea. Yeah. I mean, nothing feels normal or, you know, like every other year, obviously. But in, in LA, it's weird because we don't have, we don't have these big changes of season between seasons where it's like clear delineations of time, which I think makes this whole... COVID thing just seemed wilder to us because every day is exactly the same. And I trying do, to remember shit is hard. Were you talking about this, Agata, about how how are we going to like remember yeah. this time? Like it does feel like it will just be one mush together thing where it's like, I have For no sure. idea when this happened, but I have a memory of this happening. Yeah. It already is to me. It already is. <laughs> yeah. Just like what have what's happened in six months? I don't know. I've just been inside my apartment <laughs> with the AC on. The AC, and now now it's not on anymore. I guess that's that's, that's like when you know change. the time change. <laughs> well, here in Denver, it's supposed to snow tonight. Woo! Tomorrow we got we're going down to twenty two degrees as the high. And then the day after that, 14 degrees. That's too cold. Wow. It's too cold. Too cold. Can you stop, Gabe? That's too yeah. cold. <laughs> I, stop it. I like the variety. 
Um, Denver is like all about variety, right? Because it's not going to snow for very long. No, it'll snow for like three days and then it'll be sunny again. So, wow. It'll be great. This is coming out for November, our November uh, Patreon treat. So, let's talk about Thanksgiving. Okay. Foods. What are your favorite Thanksgiving dishes? Okay. Um, Well, I got to say, I have to say this first, even though it might cause people to unsubscribe. I don't like Thanksgiving turkey. (laughs) Sorry. Uh Uh-oh. I just heard mass keyboard (laughs) clicking. (laughs) I don't like (laughs) it. It's like... It's always dry. It's, uh, I mean, I know you, obviously you don't eat meat, but like, I'm just not a, I'm not a fan. I've had many, a, many a turkey. I honestly don't even think that's a very controversial take. I think Thanksgiving turkey is pretty boring. Yeah. Really? I People yeah. get mad at me all the time when I say that. And I'm not just trying to be a contrarian. I don't love turkey and I will not apologize for it. But you know what I do like <laughs> is, um, I, I love a good mashed potato, of course. I mean, mm, yes. what kind of crazy person would say no to that? And I love gravy, of course. Mm-hmm. And uh, stuffing, but only the kind that you buy in the box that's like, <laughs> just like the Stove crap. Top. Yeah, like the crappiest version of stuffing that comes in a box that you, yeah, you just throw it on the stove and put water in it or whatever. And like it's insanely salty, and like yeah. so it's good, really but, good. Yeah, but whenever someone makes like fancy high end stuffing with like apples in it and shit, I'm like, no, get that <laughs> out of here. <laughs> I love. I make a really good vegetarian or vegan even um, brown gravy. That's like usually something I I bring to like if I'm doing like a th- a friendsgiving sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And people tend to like it more than like turkey gravy or chicken gravy. It just, I don't know. It's flavorful. And I also really love sweet potatoes. So, but I don't like putting marshmallows Marshmallows, on them. I think that's insane. I agree. Just let them be the beautiful (laughs) babies that they are. I'm a big fan. And then eat the marshmallows separately. Yeah. Put them on a graham cracker. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Roast them up. <laughs> um, what about you, Gabe? And I love pies. Oh, mm. pies are the best. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm very excited about these. Um, no, Gabe. I've been talking about them quite a bit, but there's these new uh, Thanksgiving turkey dinner candy corn. <laughs> okay, cut Gabe's mic, please. <laughs> yeah, can, can someone cut it? I guess Gabe's the producer. <laughs> so, cut these are mic. candy corn that are... Fl- the flavors are... Green beans, roasted turkey, cranberry sauce, ginger glazed carrot, sweet potato pie, and stuffing. Gross. Maybe the sweet potato pie one is good. Gross. Gross. (laughs) Cranberry sauce could be okay. Ugh. This looks horrific. Why? Why? Why Why would they do this? (laughs) Specifically. (laughs) I mean... I would I would be fascinated to try it. Mm. You gotta I you have to now, Gabe. <laughs> well I, if make, I can find them. I make a really good banana pudding. I fucking love banana yeah. pudding. Which you know, Gabe would not be a fan of. But uh No, thank you. I'm not big on I'm not big on pies. I don't like a fruit pie, especially. You made like a banana pudding or banana cream pie mm-hmm. one year that was super good. Thank you. It's my specialty. I uh, <laughs> stole the recipe from Magnolia Bakery. <laughs> it's so good. It's so um, good. Yeah, not we can't have that with Gabe around. Yeah. <laughs> well, last yeah. last year what, we just ate spaghetti and garlic bread, and that was delicious. That was perfect. I like doing a non traditional Thanksgiving dinner. I think that's what me and Andrea tend to do. Is like maybe we'll get Thai food or something like that. I mean, I don't really want like once a year is too much for turkey dinner (laughs) yeah i'm with you you do it every other year maybe yeah yeah, every leap year (laughs) oh wait this is a leap year this is a leap year is it right we had a a 29th of february this year 
I didn't mm-hmm. even notice. What? <laughs> I wasted it, I'm day. sure. Wait, wasn't I had a little barbecue on the 29th, didn't I? Wait, I did. you did? Yeah, my remember that barbecue where everyone brought stuff for the homeless to donate mm. to the homeless shelter? Yeah. That was on the 29th. But I we didn't like make a big deal about it. <laughs> I don't That feels like a lifetime ago. I have no idea I what mean, happened. It was. Did I kiss anybody? Did I act recklessly? You kissed everyone upon entering the party. <laughs> like when they entered, you they had to kiss you to be allowed in. I mean, you just... said it was a leap day tradition. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now it's coming back to me. But like, you gave everyone man, a how carefree I must have been in that moment, just like around. We were people, all breathing in each breathing, other's licking breath, licking each other's faces. <laughs> Sharing the same tr- spinach artichoke dip, <laughs> double dip, the traditional freely. leap leap day dip. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Man, so weird it, to think that about. was such a long time ago. I had so much beer in my fridge at the beginning of the pandemic because of that party. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky and you. it was great. It was great. Worked well. You still have it. No, it's gone now. <laughs> you drank it all? I Well, either me or like, you know, when we've had little hangouts in the garden, I'll give people beer. Nice. But mostly me. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess it's time for what you drinking. What you drinking? Na, 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 na. Ooh, juicy one. <laughs> I got a claw. Mango claw. You got a- wow. It's Saturday You're- afternoon. This week has been garbage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got to open that claw up, baby. You got a claw. That's right. Yeah. You got a claw up. Claw into a claw, as the commercial says. Does it? <laughs> it <No>. should. <laughs> it does not. It's got like bears trying to open a can. <laughs> Is it like the bears that are trying to wipe their ass and then It's the same. They they wipe their asses. They do not wash their hands. <laughs> and then they try to open a white claw. <laughs> um Gabe, what you what you drinking? Nothing terribly exciting. Um I'm drinking because it's all I deserve an <laughs> unflavored supermarket <laughs> brand seltzer water. Gabe, you deserve more. Be nicer to yourself. Yeah. What, don't you guys have the soda stream? No, we don't. We didn't. Uh, we didn't bring that with us to Denver. Uh, That's so sad. Gabe yeah. used to make us these ginger soda drinks that were delightful. Mm. Yeah, mm. those were good. R.I.P. I've been occasionally getting like uh, some of those Italian soda syrups mm. to mix with like a plain Jane, or there's like a vanilla one that's really good that. Y- goes with like different flavors pretty well like so if you get like a a cherry one put a little that vanilla syrup in there it's like a real sweet treat when i was a kid back in the late 80s um my dad drank perrier sometimes i don't know why he wanted to feel (laughs) fancy i mean to this day he loved like he's always loved sparkling water but me and my sister would get a perrier uh, or like pour Perrier into a glass and then put berry syrup in it. And we would call it a Berrier. Mm. <laughs> um, Sounds pretty good. Yeah. And this was like, you know, back in the late 80s before. You invented LaCroix. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Holy shit. You yeah, Perrier that. was the most fancied thing you could drink in the 80s. Yep. God, they must be pissed now. Yeah, because it's not really like doing very well. Perrier, unfortunately. No, not with all the competitors. Yeah. I never buy it. Mm-mm. Mm. But that was what you drinking. Wait, did you, you didn't say tell what, us what you, you were drinking? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drinking a watermelon LaCroix. Ooh. Mm. Pastec. Is that how you say watermelon in French, Gabe? Probably. <laughs> It's one of the words I haven't had to try and say. I've in never French. had to say that in French, <laughs> but I guess it's pastec. And they wanted to make it like the pomplamousse, I guess, because mm. that's the only other one in French. All of the other ones are just in English. I've been drinking the um, the watermelon 
Waterloo. Which oh, is I love the Waterloo. So good. Yeah. I actually tried to order that in my like grocery pickup mm-hmm. and they were like, we don't have this. Do you want the watermelon LaCroix? I was like, fine. Mm. But it was a bummer. bummer. But I still like the watermelon LaCroix. Yeah, they're good. All right. Now that was what you're drinking. <laughs> Okay, so we did something a little kooky today, <laughs> and we asked Agata to share a reality show with us. And what did you choose, Agata? I chose the Netflix classic. <laughs> Already a classic. Yeah, Selling Sunset, which um, I feel like you guys have probably heard me talk about it on the show before. It's a show about... West Hollywood realtors um, selling in insanely priced houses, fighting with each other about all kinds of stupid shit, um, you know, walking up mounds of dirt in their heels, <laughs> uh, trying to pressure their boyfriends into marrying them, trying to deal with long distance marriages. <laughs> There's all, all kinds of things going on. You've got some friends with you on the Zoom here. Yeah, so these are the these are the Oppenheim brothers. They own the Oppenheim Group real estate agency. Um, they are like four foot eight, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> and do you have a favorite? Um, they're both so bad; it's hard to say. Um. I guess I'm going to go with Brett. Okay. Which one is that? I don't know. Is that why there's all those question marks over their shoulders? Yeah. Well, this this image is from an article. It's like, how do you tell them apart? I, oh, didn't, okay. read, I didn't read it, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, um, I watched the entire first season of the show thinking it was just one guy. (laughs) 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 And it wasn't until I talked to some friends of mine and they were talking about the brothers and I was like, wait, what? You got parent trapped. (laughs) You got parent trapped. I'm sure they're not trying to hide it on the show, but it's just one of those shows that you can like binge watch through, but you don't have to be like staring at it. It's very watchable. Um, But then I would just glance at the screen and I would see what I thought was just a guy. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly not paying as much attention as I should have. But anyways, here they are. You guys can stare right into their souls with me um, as they, you know, build a roster of hot babes who wear bandage dresses and eight inch heels. Yeah. Blonde hair, fake titties, fake lips, you know, the classic LA lady. Um, it's so funny that like every woman around them is wearing the highest heels that are were ever made, and it just makes them look shorter. Yeah, like and maybe they're, like, they're five nine, but they don't look it. <laughs> I mean, it's hard. Yeah, it's hard to know. They just look like very tiny compared to these women. Yeah, uh, and they're like eternal bachelors. They're just like they they've got like fuck pads and like. They're rich, but yeah. We watched the first two episodes, and in one episode, they show up to a party with just nameless girls. Like they, the girls are not introduced at all. There's not even like a little like you know stinger at the bottom of the screen that's like Brett's girlfriend or whatever. Nope, it's just some random ass pretty girl (laughs) who's maybe you know nineteen. She looks young, anyways. I don't know. It was creepy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's kind of the whole show is they are just like, they've got these like rando dates, but they're like looking for love, but not really because they're bachelor, the rich bachelors. And, and I don't think I got into this, but one of them has dated one of the women on the show. And it's just this very oh. weird dynamic uh, where everyone else is like, you clearly favor this one girl. And they're like, no, we don't. 
so the the C- series starts episode one starts with a new girl they they call them girls which also i hate they're like, we've got a new girl coming. And it's like, these are grown-ass women. Right. They're like 35. <laughs> Stop calling them girls. But um, Chriselle is joining their... Chriselle. <laughs> <laughs> I messed up her name. What is it? Chriselle? Chriselle. And it actually... Um, the background of her name... Let me read this to you from her Wikipedia page because it's great. Wait, can I guess? Yes. Her dad wanted to name her Michelle, but her mom wanted to name her Crystal. And so they compromised. Uh, no. <laughs> okay. It's wilder than that. <laughs> okay. Her mother was in labor at a shell station and Chris, the attendant, <laughs> helped to deliver her. <laughs> Thus, Chriselle got her name. This is canon on her Wikipedia page. You guys can look this up. She wow. was born at a shell station and the guy who delivered her was named Chris. <laughs> that is insane. That sounds made up, but then why would you make up such a horrible story? Yeah. That's bananas. But it's she's real. the one who calls herself the smelly, smelly girl. Kid. She, yeah, so she, she tells her background story as like, I was poor, I was homeless, I was the smelly kid in school. She mm-hmm. she does mention that she was smelly a lot, which I mean, <laughs> she so she's supposed to be the like protagonist, the one that we all root for. Um, she gives us her sob story of how she was poor and smelly, um, which you know we can all relate to being smelly. Yeah, um, but I smell right now. <laughs> I definitely, yeah, I definitely um, relate to that. But, like, I'm not a fan of her. I like Christine, who is just harshly cruel to everyone (laughs) at every second um, and just is constantly burning bridges with all the other girls because she's funny. And she she dresses wild. She is kind of like the comic relief a little bit because she'll say something blunt or rude. But sometimes she's just legit funny, too. She'll, like, make a joke or whatever. Yeah. What is that called? It's, like, the something choir? Where it's, like, one of the, one person on the show is, like, is like reflecting the oh, thoughts yeah. of the audience. Like the, the, Greek gr- the Greek chorus. There you go. Yeah. The choir. <laughs> the Greek choir. <laughs> she's the Greek choir of the... <laughs> of the uh (laughs) show so then there's this other girl heather who's like kind of young and ditzy and christine is like yeah she's an airhead like she just says it like in the show and you're like oh yeah i guess she is (laughs) (laughs) okay so before introducing more people we'll just say the show starts with chris shell showing up um and there's a ton of dogs well, not a ton. There's three dogs. Okay. Um, That's Christine a lot for has, one little office. <laughs> it is a lot, right? And their office looks like a, it kind of reminds me of like an upscale salon. Yeah, <laughs> there's like, like a, a brick salon. wall. Yeah. There's like a huge glass front, like kind of industrial looking with like beams and stuff and a brick wall. And then, yeah, they have like three little puppies which gabe said was his favorite part of the show (laughs) it was i I loved looking at the puppies they were very cute um they they weren't constantly fighting each other (laughs) (laughs) christine's is named teddy krueger yeah like they're just like little like lap dogs like little palm blend chihuahua mixes (laughs) yeah which yeah nobody's rocking like a like a pit bull on oh, the show. I would love that. That would be <laughs> cool. Shell that would be cool. on her first day and she had a pit bull. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Chris Shell's ma- married to the guy from This Is Us. Yeah. Which is funny because she was like, my husband is so-and-so. You probably know him. And I was like, I don't know him. And Agata was like, yeah, you do. Yeah, He's on a show. Do. I know you watch that show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't watch I talk that about- show. I talk about that show all the time with a friend of the show, Natalia. We both, um, I guess you could say we like to cry. And 
this is us is like crying porn, you know, sadness porn. But I just never knew the actor's name. I, he's just Kevin on This Is Us. <laughs> <laughs> well, so she's uh, married I mean, to Kevin. She's married yeah, to Kevin. There's there's a lot of drama with him in the more recent season. Um, I not gonna I'm not gonna spoil anything, but you know, for for any of y'all who are maybe This Is Us fans looking for some crying porn, you're <laughs> you're gonna get some some major tears in that storyline. <laughs> <laughs> there's another Christine's like best friend is Mary. Mary is dating a 25 year old French guy named Romaine. <laughs> 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 and um, she and Christine, you know, hang out and gossip about the other people uh, in the office. It's, it kind of starts out like after Chris shows up, they go to this massive mansion construction site where they're like, this is a, a new house we're going to, you know, put on the market soon. It's got 40 five million bedrooms. Dollars. Yeah. $40 million, five bedrooms, nine bathrooms. <laughs> <laughs> right. How, yeah. why does each bedroom need two bathrooms? <laughs> almost. It's almost a two to one ratio. It's so bad. It is. Yeah. What I if like, it. what if like a, traveling baseball teams bus breaks down in front of her house you need nine bathrooms one for each player on a baseball team is that how many people are on a baseball team i mean there are like backup people i just mean like playing at a, at a certain time just the time. starters get just to the use. starters get to- i mean i you know i have one bathroom and i already get annoyed cleaning my own bathtub and toilet like imagine if you had nine I mean, I know those, whoever's going to live there is not going to be scrubbing a toilet. That's yeah, they obvious. have a staff. <laughs> but still, what, in it's what crazy. world do you need it's to too many that bathrooms. Much? I can't imagine why you would ever need more bathrooms than bedrooms. That's crazy. No, it doesn't make I mean, sense. It makes sense to me in the sense of like, there's a two-story house and everyone upstairs gets their own ba- bathroom. And then there's maybe a couple more downstairs for like Maybe there's one by the whatever. pool. Yeah, mm. pool one. Like, is this the place that had four hot tubs? Maybe yes. each hot tub has a bathroom. <laughs> Probably four hot tubs. God, what? And I'm just like, is that for your family, or are you like, is your is your family your like extended family living with you, or your friends? I just would never want that much space. I can't understand it. I don't know, but it just feels like to me, those kinds of houses aren't really for living in. They're more for like even a company who's going to have a bunch of parties or like a Dan Bilzerian type who like his whole shtick is that he's rich. And so he tries, he like rented that mansion to like try and pretend to be rich. So what about like a TikTok house? You could fit like how many TikTok kids can you fit in there? Yeah, probably. I mean, Unlimited. they can share rooms, you know, so like 10 <laughs> plus. Do you think they'd ever like Airbnb it to a group? Like <laughs> you want to you want to stay there again? Yeah, we could just like get, a you know, a group of friends together. I'll put in a few bucks. Maybe that's the next <laughs> uh, Patreon tier. <laughs> oh, my God. That's that's a really good idea. Um, since we can no longer <laughs> officiate people's weddings, like we've discussed. Right. Um, the next but, tier is you get to rent this house <laughs> that we'll so all we, party in. For the for anyone who doesn't know, we have in the past, for my birthday, gone on several trips uh, where we mm-hmm. rent a house. We'll go up to Ojai. We'll go to Big Bear. We'll go to, where else did we go? We went to Mammoth. Mammoth. We went to Idlewild. Idlewild. Just fun little cabin out of the city sort of yeah. situations. And it's because I call up my friends and I say, it's my fucking birthday and we're going <laughs> on a trip and you guys better treat me like a princess. And everyone's like, okay, fine. <laughs> Actually, it's sort of become this thing where... Agata has brought this group of people together, 
Like we didn't know, none of us knew each other. We all met through Agata. And so now it's not your birthday anymore. It's actually a holiday for our friend group (laughs) called Agata Day. Oh. And we do very specific things on Agata Day. We play the salad bowl game. Mm -hmm. We do dramatic interpretations of acting monologues. (laughs) (laughs) We we tip our hats and say, uh, a joyous Agata's day to you. (laughs) (laughs) I, I mean, I honestly am a little bit embarrassed of it in the sense of like, when people are like, people who make a big deal out of their birthday are fucking crazy. And I'm like, it's not really about that. It's not about me. It's just like an excuse. It's an excuse to go on a trip with a group of friends. Yeah. And it's it's just fun. It's fun time. We didn't have we didn't get to do an Agata Day this year, sadly. Yeah, sadly. Um but the moment the pandemic is over, the moment we're all <laughs> vaccinated. <laughs> Well, you know I'm getting it first. We'll so as soon plans. as I get it, I'm going to be out, <laughs> out there in the streets demanding another birthday trip. Demanding uh, kisses. Anyways, we should use the $40 million house mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. for the next yes. trip. Yes. Because there's Great no way going to buy that. I call all five upstairs bathrooms. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Gabe, Gabe, we can talk about it. <laughs> Gabe revealed that he poops oh, nine times a day. <laughs> Oh, San Diego. That's right. Yeah, we did, we stayed in a high rise in San Diego, which was hard. <laughs> I got it was scary up sick. there. Yeah, <laughs> but we got good burritos. Oh, those were so good. Oh my god! Yum, yum. We just had we we just recently had some California burritos from this place in LA called Tirsa's. Oh man, so good, fucking delicious. Ooh, I gotta tell I gotta tell Melina about that. She because we, we were talking about there's this place outside San Diego that we, I always go to and driving in or out of there, and it's like amazing California burritos. What's that place the, called again? French fries. It was so good. Uh, we stopped there on our way home, and then I think we immediately recorded a Dunktown episode when we Probably. got home. Oh, so yeah, good. Um, sounds about right. But Tersa's was like insanely good it's downtown in la and santana's is the san diego one featuring rob <laughs> thomas <laughs> thomas <laughs> um but anyways back to selling sunset give me a hop make it real or forget about it oh my god um, we did this thing on the live stream we did where people kept requesting that Gabe just sing a song and he knew almost all of them, not the entire song, but at least the hook of it, which I was very impressed about. 90 Maybe, songs. I remember a lot. Yeah. yeah. We should do. Yeah. Like a karaoke. Well, I'm not going to sing, but you guys could sing, um, <laughs> karaoke request line. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Cool. I, um, yeah. So the first episode, a lot of it is about how Maya, who is this like beautiful Israeli realtor, she's showing houses to this guy who is constantly hitting on her and being a fucking creep. Yeah, His name does. is Tall. One of the best parts of the show is you get to see all these like, wild beautiful homes with like their crazy views of the city and all their (laughs) garage spots (laughs) hot tubs (laughs) um so yeah we got we got it we got a good eyeful in the first episode of a few different houses um that were finished unlike the big 40 million dollar monster but this guy is disgusting he's clearly using it as an excuse and she's married by the way He's using yeah. an excuse to like try to pressure her into hooking up with him and she's clearly uncomfortable and he just keeps asking. He's like, well, you know, um, I want a house, but I want to, you know, spend more time with you too. And yeah. Then he's she's like, like he, she was like, what do you think? Do you like the house? And he was like, I might put an offer on it if you go out for drinks with me or whatever. Yeah. And she's like, um, do you want, she doesn't say this at that moment, but she's like, do you want 
drinks? Do you want a date or do you want to buy a house? Like stop, essentially stop wasting my time, which I think she does say at the end. Yeah, she does end up going on this very uncomfortable date where she's like, I'm married. And he's like, so? Because he's just like, I bet you get lonely in L.A. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of the the caliber of men on the show is just all these creeps. Um, And it happens more than once, for sure, where they're just like, I don't know, maybe. But then also one of the girls does end up marrying a guy that she shows the house to. So it's like, I guess it works sometimes. I mean, but I mean, they probably had a more natural interaction than this guy (laughs) dangling buying a house in front of her in order to fuck her, you know? So it's so gross. Yeah, the way he's doing it is so gross. That's if anyone needs a how to of not to get a woman to go on a date with you, that is it. And he knows he's on TV too, right? Uh Like there are cameras there. (laughs) He's not like going out of his way to try and look like a good dude on TV. I mean, maybe maybe it was all fake. Who knows? Yeah, maybe he was like, "Oh, I'll I'll be remembered if I am a creep or whatever." Yeah, and you certainly were. Tell we'll always remember your face. (laughs) He's um gross. And then Romaine and Mary go out for their anniversary, and they drink espresso martinis, which look disgusting. And he's 25, she's 38, so she's like, hey, babies. And he's like, yeah, maybe in like 10 years. (laughs) And she's like, I'll "Uh." be 48 in 10 years. That's (laughs) not happening. And then she gets all upset. It's like, this is the first time you've thought about this? You've been dating for a year. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, He was 24 when you started dating. Right. (laughs) And she has a 21-year-old son. Yeah. She's got a son. She doesn't seem like she wants a baby. No. But her clock's ticking. Yeah. So if he wants them, maybe this isn't the situation for him. Yeah. Like He's not in was... a rush, clearly. No. Yeah. And clearly. I don't think he understands how female anatomy works. Mm-mm. <laughs> he was like... Wait, how does it work? <laughs> well, just that like... <laughs> Once you hit a certain age, it gets more difficult to get pregnant. Right, right, right. Women um, are born with a certain number of eggs, and that's all the eggs you'll get, and you'll never get any more. <laughs> yeah, mm. exactly. So it's not impossible for her to get pregnant at that age, but it just makes it more difficult. And she might have to yeah. go through like IVF or, you know. Well, also, she was like, I just don't want to be having a newborn baby when I'm 48. Like, she doesn't want to be like chasing around a toddler when she's 50, you know? And I feel like I'm probably the first one to say this, but I think like babies are a lot of work. And <laughs> I have never heard that before. When Yeah. When you have a baby, it like takes a lot out of you and it takes a lot of like time and effort. So maybe that's where she's coming from. Yeah. In any case, he's just chilling. He's like, I don't give a fuck. He's like, I don't have to make <laughs> any decisions or do anything right now yeah your clock's ticking not mine right. yeah exactly he's like i don't have a clock <laughs> i could be impregnating someone 40 years from now yeah, yeah. Um, so let's gross. just like, fuck for now <laughs> <laughs> just like david foster who is he's had several wives many many children the guy's like in his late 60s or 70s now it's gross he, uh, he was married gross. to like, Yolanda on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills for yeah. anyone who's seen that. But um, yeah, and now he's with Catherine McPhee, who's pregnant. And she's like, 50 years younger than him or whatever. So what we what I learned from this show is that in a real estate office, pretty much what happens is you just talk about your relationships and who you're dating and Stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, one girl comes into work without her laptop. Everyone calls her <laughs> out for it. And she's like, I just got back. I'm not going to work. <laughs> it's like She was you visiting can't... her boyfriend in Canada or something, right? No, she was, she was in like Slovakia or wherever he was playing hockey. Oh, he was in Europe? I thought he yeah. was in Canada. No, because that's no, think... what they were talking about. How like she's like a 13-hour flight away from him. Mm-hmm. So, like, she she flies into LAX, she gets in an Uber, she goes to the office, 
And then she just has none of her shit. And then all the other girls are just crowding around her desk. Yeah. And so her boyfriend's a hockey player. He gets a contract to play two years in Sweden. And okay, this is kind of the most amazing thing I've ever seen on a reality show. (laughs) She has a meeting with a stager at a house. And a stager is someone who puts furniture and like sets up a house to make it look really fancy inside. Mm -hmm. And the stager looks a lot like Marissa Tomei. Yeah, but like a kind of ev- everyday gal everyday version. Gal Marissa to me. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And the stager is, you know, you can only imagine she's like, ooh, this is going to be good for business if I'm like on this reality show or whatever. Right. And she's being very professional and she's like, okay, yes, I, oh, I really want to feature the kitchen. I want to give it the rustic look. And then Heather with the hockey boyfriend gets a call and she's like, I'm sorry, I have to take this. She doesn't walk very far away. Like she walks, I don't know, <laughs> six to ten feet same, away. They're still in the same room. <laughs> <laughs> and it's her hockey boyfriend on FaceTime. And she's like, hi, babe. And he's like, hi, babe. I am getting a two-year contract to play hockey in Sweden. So like you need to move to Sweden to be with me. <laughs> No, he, he's the way he said it was just like, I was talking to my agent and we took this contract. <laughs> like, oh, he just like took it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like he was like, we decided to, I'm taking it. It's like, damn, you didn't even like run that by her. I mean, I know it's like, I don't know. To me, that's like, that's not a relationship. No. <laughs> like, so she like, gets yep, so sad for two years. <laughs> yeah. She just, she gets so sad and she's sitting like on this step, like talking to him, like, well, you know, I don't, I can't move, blah, blah, blah. And then she stands by a window, just like sadly staring out the window. And, <laughs> and then in the- cutting back to this woman who's like awkward. <laughs> she's like picture. awkwardly standing right there being like, what should I be doing? She's like trying to look at her phone, but you can hear the conversation happening. Oh, uh, that was so funny. If I were her, I would at least go to Sweden once before breaking it off. Cause oh, yeah. I mean, that sounds like a fun trip. I would that go. would be yeah. fun. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I'm not um, moving to Sweden. Right. I mean, I would. Well, your whole real estate business is here, Gabe. (laughs) 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 You have to like make all new contacts and stuff in Sweden. You don't even speak the language. Yeah. It was truly iconic how completely uh, just clueless this person is. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Just doing this right in front of this woman who's like, she's working with. Um, Hilarious. Very hilarious. Um, I also want to bring up the music on the show is very it's crazy <laughs> every little transition is has got a little song that was written for it or picked specifically for it that's like moving the plot along or like summarizing what just happened um so this this woman on twitter gave can you open her up so i can see her name rachel wanitsky um she posted this video uh her tweet says i wrote some tr- new transition music for selling sunset would love to be considered as a composer for season season four here's my reel let's listen to it short skirts and high heels that's the way we pound the pavement city of dreams <laughs> out of my way because i'm moving to the top get out of my way get out of my fucking way one night one night to live out all our dreams you're my escrow lover. Oh, oh. Hustle, 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 yeah. Beep, beep, riding in cars. My love is an open house. My life is a pool. City of dreams. Up in the hills, feeling the thrills. Gotta close this deal or Jason will be mad at you. If you're not rich, then fuck you. <laughs> That was very good. That's like so spot on too. Very accurate. Yeah. That's what what they were like. Or Jason will be mad at me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. There was one song in particular that we love that was like, ladies work it. It was just like about (laughs) ladies working it, I guess. (laughs) 
So episode two, there was a joint birthday party with Chris Shell and someone else. Maya? I don't know. Um, it was <laughs> Mary. Mary and Chris And at one point, Heather brings up the fact that her hockey boyfriend wants her to move to Sweden or whatever. And Brett is like, you're not moving to Sweden. You're not going to do that. You can't do it. It's not worth it. Your relationship's not worth it. And she was like, uh, well, it's my decision. I'm not, I don't care what you think. And he was like, you do care what I think. (laughs) It was so rude. Yeah. It's their dynamic between the bosses and employees of this firm is so inappropriate. Like, like I mentioned, he, he dated Jason dated Mary and then they're always flirting with the women and getting too involved in their personal shit. It was just like, it feels very toxic to me. Yeah. It's that's an unhealthy boss, you know, yeah. employee relationship. Right. I think when, an, when, an empl- when a boss is like, we're a family, we're all a family together. Um, and you do what I say and we can be totally honest. It's like, that's to benefit you, not me. Yeah, if anyone listening, if your boss says we're a family or like tries to put that emotional pressure on you, it's probably because they're going to exploit you and not give you a raise. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Also, if your parents say that to you, the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah, I got the impression that, you know, like these two employees had their joint birthday party together. I got the impression that the twins probably have separate birthday parties that are mandatory attendance. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, there is a there is an episode later on where they have like a Thanksgiving event at their office. And it's like everyone's there. I'm like, this feels weird. Like, Go home to your actual families or like yeah. hang out with your actual friends. I do wonder if that's for the show, you know, probably. Like, yeah. That I was mean, probably, probably like in October or something. <laughs> You're probably right. But it just, it was so weird to me. It was like, if my boss was like, Hey, we're going to have Thanksgiving at the office. I'd be like, fuck off. Yeah. For real. <laughs> no, I, I'm here when I need to be like, I'm here to do my job, but like, yeah, don't ever let, don't ever let a boss or a company try to convince you that you should, do something outside of the scope of your job because you're a family and you owe them. You don't owe them shit. They owe you shit. Yes. Yeah. Right on. Baby. (laughs) Yeah. So don't feel guilty. If they're trying to guilt trip you or make you do something that I, that was a hard lesson for me to learn because there's a lot of places I've worked in the past are like, they don't know how to treat employees and they just, they just exploit people who are good and want to do a good job. And then just, work them to the bone or like make them do all kinds of shit that they shouldn't be making them do. And then you feel used. So exactly stick up for yourself. If you guys need yeah. any kind of career advice, please hit me up. <laughs> yeah. I am dot town. Um, we also <laughs> negotiating um, raise shit. Actually, I, I learned all that from Andrea. I was so going to say Gabe's wife, Andrea, you know, sent me a great, doc like google doc one time yeah yeah i can link to it actually she's written a a doc about how to negotiate your salary that's really well written it's so good and very helpful so so comprehensive so well done and like it's like such a weird this is we're so off topic now (laughs) or like when it comes to work stuff it's like we don't learn that stuff and if you're not like uh bold outgoing kind of person it can be hard to know how to do those kind of things but like well actually i would say we're taught bad habits we are taught to to be a company man to like live and die for your work to To accept whatever extra mile yeah to like whatever they say like you got to you got to take it because it's like, what if they take it away? It's like, well, then that's not a place you want to work. If they're going to be... You'll get another job. Yeah. The, if you're if you're going to be working at a place that like will take away your offer because you ask for more money, then that is a huge red flag that says you don't want to work there because you're yes. going to be yeah. fighting every, every time. They'll never give you a raise. They'll exactly. never give you a raise. They'll never treat you like you deserve. So move on and like take it as a blessing. And that, it was really a hard lesson for me to learn. 
I'll definitely say if you're if the TV real estate twins you're working for are not treating you right, <laughs> quit that job and work for those other TV real estate twins. Yeah, yeah, it's true. There's always going to be other real estate twins to work for. Exactly. Wait, is everyone who owns a real estate firm a twin? Yes. Yes. Is that mm-hmm. someone fact check me? <laughs> <laughs> um. So at the end of episode two. Uh, Christine goes over to Mary's house and she's just like, "Ah, I need a glass of wine. Like Heather and I got into a fight, blah, 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 blah. And I'm just tired of filtering myself. I'm sick of worrying about offending people and like other people's feelings and blah, blah, blah. Essentially she goes on this rant where it's like, I don't want to be nice. (laughs) (laughs) She's I like, don't want to care ugh. about people. Well, because she had a fight with uh, what's her face Heather, where she was, where, yeah, where where she was like, "You're not my friend," and then Heather was like, "What? I thought we were friends." <laughs> it was so and rude. Yeah, and then and then she's having this conversation. And she's like, "Oh, it's so annoying. I can't just say whatever I want." It's like, well, obviously, you t- you tell your coworker you're not my friend, you're gonna face consequences for that and then when she was like we may feel that way but we don't say it when heather (laughs) was like why are we not friends she was like you approached my client and he approached me about you approaching him and you you didn't approach me and then i approached him and we approached him together (laughs) i couldn't follow what was happening no but essentially there was like one stupid thing that meant they weren't friends anymore yeah but also, I get it. Christine's my favorite. She is really mean and cruel and unnecessarily. Uh, but she's she's uh, she's good for TV. And yeah. also, all these other women are... Fake as uh, shit. Yeah, fake as shit. Exactly. All right. So that was Selling Sunset. <laughs> it was very... Did you guys have fun? Yeah, I liked it. I hope you all enjoyed this little reality show journey we went on maybe we'll watch more or maybe we'll watch another show if you guys have anything specifically you'd want us to watch yeah always let us know also even if you just have like some random idea where you're like it'd be great if you guys made a video about this like let us know i we're always open to ideas so no bad ideas right (laughs) so (laughs) I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't think that's a phrase. Yeah, no bad. There's no bad ideas. Like you know, if you want us to, (laughs) did you guys? I'm not even going to try. (laughs) I did. did, It's very cute. Do you? If you pull on it, will a radish come out? Her brain comes out. (laughs) (laughs) It won't come out. Um, I'll I'll, like later when I pull it out. (laughs) nice all right well thanks cuties for listening this was fun we hope you enjoyed it too thank you and selling sunset (laughs) selling sunset and selling sunset we're making an episode we're climbing to the top (laughs) (laughs) bye bye love you bye love you bye